Let's do it at the same time and see if one, two, three. Yeah. Oh, you got louder than me. I noticed when I laughed a second ago, it like, oh, see, it does that. That means you're too loud when it goes that blinky thing. <gasps> what blinked? Watch this. <gasps> oh, <Yeah>. okay, okay. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> you want me to turn you up so you can get it mad? Nah. Okay. You best not turn me up. <laughs> it's going to make everyone mad. All right, so this is good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That feels like a cat sound to me. I don't know why. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Tuesday stretches. Yeah. Mm, that didn't. That sounded like a squeaky door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here to judge your cat sounds. Um. Thank you. Thank you for that. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to Banshees and Booze. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. As we both put our phones in airplane mode. Are we good? <laughs> I have to politely ignore the text that my husband just sent me. Yeah. I feel so bad because we had so much freaking laundry to do today. Uh, so much. And I was like, no, this is definitely just two loads because we only had enough quarters for Three washes and two dries. Yes. That, that is, is a nightmare. All we had. We were 50 cents short of getting a third dry in. So I was like, that's fine. Let's take three washers yeah. and then consolidate it into two dryers. Perfect. No problem. If your dryers are good. Well. Oh, no. They're really not. Yeah. So he just texted me saying, all the clothes are still damp. We don't have enough any quarters left. So and we it's can't. Sunday. And it's Sunday. So the banks aren't open. So he's packing it all up and taking it to a freaking laundromat and putting them in a dryer at a laundromat. What a freaking wasted effort. I feel so bad. Someday we'll all have our own industrial washers and dryers in our homes. Is it too much to ask? Like just an in-unit freaking washer and dryer at the age of 36 would be really nice. Part of my Zillow cleanse. I will not even look at it if there's not hookups. Like, why would you bother? Same Z's. I don't care if it's not already there. Just at least have hookups. You know? Oh, girl. I'm I'm happy buying my own. Yeah. Because then I can take them with me when I have a house. Exactly. Yeah. We, every time something like this happens, we're like, that does it. We are moving. We're done with this life. Yeah. (laughs) And then that next year we'll be saying the same thing. But no, we just we just cleaned out so much shit. It's almost like half the house is gone now because we just donated and got Mm -hmm. rid of so much crap that we're just like, why is this still here? And I feel like it's just us putting out there to the universe that we're ready to move. You are making space in your home. That's right. uh, For the abundance that's about to flow in. Thank you, yeah. Tammy. You're welcome. Thank you for that wisdom of nu- mm. that nugget of wisdom. <laughs> the wisdom of a nugget. Is my is <laughs> I'm dropping nuggets everywhere. <laughs> it's my pleasure. <laughs> oh, the cats aren't the only ones dropping yeah, nuggets right? around here, huh? Well, I told you. I mean, it's little by little. I have straight up torn up Amazon.com. I've heard of it. I'm heard getting. Of it. All kinds of new furniture and stuff in here. It's so funny too because like the like the thing I bought for the kitchen, I straight up picked that thing out 
like two weeks after I moved in here. <gasps> and it's been, you know, I've never, I, it, it works right now what I've got going. It's not great. Yeah. Um, part of it is because Amy gave me a side table when I moved in here and I've been using that to stack my, uh, toaster oven and microwave on for two years so my (laughs) Ashley furniture 15 piece living room set Uh that was only $9.99 uh came with a little too much I'm like I have an idea yeah yeah just redistribute redistribute yes Yes. it's from one divorcee to another exactly oh yeah I was gonna say I'm not offering to give you back divorce table I noticed Uh, I don't need it yeah we have uh (laughs) we have the divorce table here yes yes I don't think we've ever talked about divorce table we never did talk about divorce table when I got divorced I my mom bought me that cute little red table from Target she shipped it to me she's like you have to stop living out of plastic drawers because mm-hmm. all I was doing was buying those plastic storage drawers at mm-hmm. like Walmart. And so she ships me this little table and it was my first piece of my own big girl furniture mm-hmm. after my divorce. And then I put it in storage once I moved into my own place mm-hmm. and my hu- my now husband number two uh-huh. the last one ever <laughs> um, he he you know I just I got rid of some stuff and I put it into storage and then when Tammy got divorced mm-hmm. and she moved into her own place, I was like, I've got something for you. Yep. <laughs> I love it. It's one of my favorite items. And I feel like not to be like negative, but I'm holding on to it because someday somebody else we know might need it. I agree. And I we'll agree. pass it along. It's a good little, it's got good vibes. It does so. because you one day will be remarried mm-hmm. and then someone else will divorce. They'll get it. And then when they are happily remarried, it's the sisterhood of the traveling divorce table and freaking love that i love it all you have to do is be divorced by 30 (laughs) 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 that's the only prerequisite yeah um so you you know you have to go through so many transitions at once it's very fun very very fun yeah i highly recommend it such a just great such a wonderful push yeah. into adulthood just really food. feeling every feeling you never knew existed never. <laughs> and and going back to living out of plastic drawers uh-huh. that were 9.99 uh-huh. at at target yeah. it's just it's just feels great i gotta say too this thing that i bought for the kitchen is straight up 89 dollars free shipping like that's how bad it was for two years was that oh. i was like someday i'll buy this 89 dollar piece of kitchen furniture someday and guess what that someday was fucking friday so that's right motherfuckers <laughs> good things come to those who wait yeah and tear it up on amazon nevertheless she persisted <laughs> <laughs> oh my god amy i'm so excited to be recording me too because speaking of nevertheless she persisted oh my god yes we're doing an episode about fierce feminist women yeah although mine isn't really fearsome feminist but the story is fascinating yeah I I had a similar thing where I was like I I snuck a peek because I did my research late and so the other person I was going to do I thought was a little too related to yours oh interesting so I ended up going a little bit of a different route nice but um good good I don't I don't uh I don't want to wait any longer Amy I want to drink our drink can we drink our drink we can drink our drink it's not very new to us because my research took me back to the Carolinas. Oh, God, yes. Which was the perfect excuse to reincarnate, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, our Charleston drink, mm-hmm. which was the... Ah! 
Gold Palmer. Part two. Uh, um, Scarlett did not like that. <laughs> sorry, Scar Scar. <laughs> She's like, bitch is, is trying to yeah. nap. <laughs> um, and it was so perfect because this story kind of takes place in both North and South Carolina. Um, but Danielle, my sister, for, um, as a Christmas gift this year, gave me these adorable, so adorable Charleston themed drink glasses as well as um the same design is also on a set of wine glasses oh my god i love Look. it and i i looked specifically i was like do they have the haunted prison do they have the haunted prison oh yeah here? um but isn't that a so freaking cute. adorable so this I, is like my favorite style of glass too i do and you should see the wine glasses we'll we'll use them again okay. i'm sure um i already took a photo at home oh thank goodness so we are having the firefly sweet tea vodka <gasps> oh my god it's so and lemonade. Cheers. Cheers. Oh my god, I'm so excited. It's so good. It's so fucking good. How is it so good? Also, I'm straight up gonna go look at this abundance of liquor and wine I have right now. It's beautiful. I'm still gonna straight up take my ass to Betfmo later today <laughs> because I gotta own this. Mm. It's so fucking good. I wanna get I think we might as well at this point get a full bottle of it. Because I've been buying the minis. Yeah. And I'm like, it's time to invest. It's time. It is the most freaking delicious thing. It's it's a cold, damp, cloudy day in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And here we are. It feels like summer. It does. It's, de- it's delightful. delightful. It is delightful. <laughs> I am delighted. Um, so glad. <laughs> um, so do you want to go first? Um, I don't know. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Um, it doesn't matter for me next time. So Yeah. Well, um, you go first. Okay. I think I went first last. Not that we need to alternate, but I'm just like, yeah. Who feels I like talking? Your story. I want to hear your story. Um, I do too. Oh, good. So, this was exciting. I also have like a slight thing we can do at the end as well. Oh, funsies. Um, oh, and I have an up ghost in person. Oh, thank goodness. Yay. Yes, because it's an anti-feminist ghost, and oh it's my God. very in theme with our episode. Well, this kind of felt a little bit similar. So. Okay, so I was looking up, like, female ghosts, and man, there's a lot of vengeful female ghosts, and I'm kind of in love with that. There's so many women in white as well. Yeah. So many. I went down this whole path of there is very specifically a ghost in, like, the Thailand area um, that uh, the, I don't know, rumor, I don't know what it is. Men walking home at night are never supposed to make eye contact with attractive women because it could be this certain kind of ghost who will literally scratch out their guts and eat them. I fucking love that. Yeah, me too. Oh, if we had that ghost here, we no need one that would ghost be here. catcalling. Exactly. Nobody would be like checking I'd be you out on the street. Strolling down Hollywood Boulevard with all sorts of. I would, a plum. I would feel so safe. <laughs> yeah. I w- we need her. Maybe yeah. she can visit. Maybe she we can, can visit. Summon her. We'll get her a visa. Okay, perfect. Um, Someone marry her. So anyway, I went ahead and decided to do a thing that I had heard of, but also knew very little about. Um, this is the story of the Bell Witch. I've never heard oh, of this. Oh, see, I had heard of it, and I think they made a movie, but I didn't know anything about didn't it. didn't even come across in my Google search. I am pumped. So. In Adams, Tennessee, in 1817, was the site of one of the most well-known hauntings in American history. So well-known that it eventually caught the attention and the involvement of a future president of the United States. Um, Oh, and most of this came from a Thought Catalog article by Stephen Wagner. Thanks, Stephen Wagner. 
Uh, known as the Bell Witch, the strange and often violent poltergeist activity that provoked fear and curiosity in a small farming community has remained unexplained for nearly 200 years and is the inspiration for many fictional ghost stories, including the Blair Witch Project. That was so scary. It was so scary. But they kind of like based some of that on this this um what okay so the earliest or one early account of the bell witch haunting was written in 1886 by a historian um in his book history of tennessee he wrote in part a remarkable occurrence which attracted widespread interest was connected with the family of john bell who settled near what is now adam station in about 1804 So great was the excitement that people came from hundreds of miles around to witness the manifestations of what was popularly known as the Bell Witch. So they started calling it the Bell Witch because it was attacking the Bell family. Oh. Okay. Um, This witch was supposed to be some spiritual being having the voice and attributes of a woman. It was invisible to the eye, yet it would hold conversation and even shake hands with certain individuals. Fuck. Get out of here. Uh-huh. Uh, the wonders it performed were wonderful. <laughs> All right. The wonders that were performed were wonderful. Great. This cool. guy wrote a whole book. And uh, seemingly designed to annoy the family. Hmm. It would take sugar from the bowls, spill the milk, take the quilts from the beds, slap and pinch the children, mm-hmm, and then laugh at the discomfiture of its victims. I mean, I do that too. <laughs> At first, it was supposed to be a good spirit, but its subsequent acts together with the curses with which it implemented its remarks Mm. proved the contrary. Mm. Um, He's just going on and on. Okay, so that was the first kind of like laid down. So that was, you know, it was a good like 60 years afterwards. So it was already kind of like legend at that point. Um, like most stories, certain details vary from version to version, but the prevailing account is that it was actually the spirit of a woman named Kate Batts, who was an elderly neighbor of John Bell, who believed that she was cheated by him in a land purchase. Like she thinks he like totally, you know, was a rude person and cheated her out of land uh, and didn't pay her enough. And on her deathbed, you know, we love these. On her deathbed, she swore that she would haunt John Bell and his descendants. Hell yeah. I mean. Living up to her word. I love it, right? Oh, my God. Um, so this story is actually printed uh, in 1933 in the Federal Government Works Project Administration, the WPA handbook. They're literally like, anyway, let's talk about this ghost. Really? So it says, Yeah. So it says, um, Sure enough, the Bells were tormented for years by the malicious spirit of old Kate Batts. John Bell and his favorite daughter, Betsy, were principal targets. Uh, Toward the other members of the family, the witch was either indifferent or, as in the case of Mrs. Bell, friendly. I kind of love that. Oh my gosh. I also love that he has a favorite daughter. He has a favorite daughter. (laughs) I mean... I would also beat that little girl up. (laughs) Slap and pinch her. Right? Right? Uh, No one ever saw her, but every visitor to the Bell home heard her all too well. Her voice, according to one person who heard it, spoke at a nerve-wracking pitch when displeased. Same. Yes. While at other times it sang and spoke in low musical tones. Fucking same. Yes. Am I just the Bell witch? Oh my God, I always thought so. I hate that Betsy girl. (laughs) Um, The spirit of old Kate led John and Betsy Bell... 
uh, Mary Chase, 1933. Let me just tell you, they said some weird things. Uh, she threw furniture and dishes at them. Holy crud. Pulled their noise noises. No- <laughs> I ain't got your noise. She <laughs> your noises. <laughs> get that noise. Pulled their noses, yanked their hair, poked needles into them. Oh, oh no. Collapsed a bunch of lungs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bad witch. Um, she yelled at night to keep them from sleeping and snatched food from their mouths at mealtime. I love this. I want every she's part of this to be true. Such a bully. Yeah. She's like a little grade school bully. Right. Like, or a jealous it sibling. It is a straight up poltergeist situation. Okay. <laughs> so here's one of the fun parts. So widely spread was the news about the Bell Witch that people came from hundreds of miles around hoping to hear the spirit's shrill voice or witness a manifestation of its temper. When word of the haunting reached Nashville, one of its most famous citizens, General Andrew Jackson, oh, hot, heart of heart him. of him, decided to gather a party of friends and journey to Adams to investigate, which, like, I would be his friend, too. I mean, no, yeah. I wouldn't because he murdered a lot of Native Americans. But okay, then no. in this case, Just how this. fun would it be for your friend to be like, there's a there's like a witch ghost thing. Y'all want to go see? I'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. And then we would not be friends with him after that because he because was bad. Of yeah. But just, just for that one. Okay. You know. So he was determined to confront the phenomenon and either expose it as a hoax or send the spirit away. I mean, good goals. Um, he was a ghostbuster. He was. Okay, General Jackson's party came from Nashville with a wagon loaded with a tent, provisions, etc., bent on a good time and much fun investigating the witch. <laughs> they there, had nothing else to do. There was no television. They just packed up a wagon and uh-huh. they're like, we're going to have ourselves a time, yeah. this, boys. This was the equivalent of binging, like Netflix binging <laughs> over the weekend, was load up a wagon, go expose a witch. Um... The, the, the. Oh, uh, the men were riding on horseback and were following along in the rear of the wagon as they approached near the place, discussing the matter and planning how they were going to, quote, do up the witch. Oh, I mean, okay. Mm. Just then, traveling over a smooth and level piece of road, the wagon halted and stuck fast. Mm. The driver popped his whip, whooped and shouted at the team, and the horses pulled with all their might but could not move the wagon an inch. It was dead stuck as if welded to the earth welded to the earth oh my. uh general jackson commanded all men to dismount and put their shoulders to the wheels and give the wagon a push but all in vain it was a no-go the wheels were then taken off one at a time examined found to be all right and revolving easily on their axles general jackson after a few moments uh realizing that they were in a fix threw up his hands exclaiming by the eternal boys it is the witch then came the sound of a sharp metallic voice from the bushes saying, all right, General, let the wagon move on. I'll see you again tonight. Stop it. <laughs> Holy I shit. love these old timey ghost stories. Oh, my God. They're, they're very really, detailed. They're very, very <laughs> scary, too. Um, the men in bewildered and astonishment looked in every direction to see if they could discover from whence the strange voice came. But no explanation arose. The horses then started unexpectedly and the wagon rolled along as light and smoothly as ever. Wow. Uh huh. Whoa. Um, according to some versions of the story, Jackson did encounter the witch that night. Um, Betsy, remember Betsy? Oh yes, Betsy the favorite. Bell. Uh huh. Screamed all night from the pinching and slapping she received. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackson's covers were ripped off as quickly as he could put them back on. Ooh. And he had his entire party of men. Uh, they were all slapped, pinched, and had their hair pulled. 
It's probably I what mean, they wanted. People pay for this I, kind of stuff. Yeah, I you know, think I'm this just is saying. exactly why they went there. Uh-huh. They just didn't want to document it. Uh, Jackson left the next morning and was quoted as saying, I'd rather fight the British in New Orleans and have to fight the Bell Witch. Well, that's quite the statement. I mean, it truly is. Um, there's a little more about, oh, John Bell died. Um, and uh, he, oh, there was a whole thing about he was maybe poisoned. And then, so this is when it started getting a little exciting for me because... He was sick. They think he had a stroke and they went to go give him his medicine, open it up. The medicine's gone, but there's this mysterious vial there instead. What? And they're like, well, is this the medicine? Is this not? It's like a different. So he was probably poisoned. But then it was like Betsy was definitely like, oh, the witch super poisoned my dad. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I mean. Because what if John Bell kind of was doing some of the slapping and pinching to the kids mm-hmm. and being like, oh, the witch did that. The witch did that. And mm-hmm. then Betsy was like, oh, oh, did the witch do this motherfucker? Yeah. And it's like, oh, it was his favorite that got all the beatings. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a little fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, here was the other my other favorite part. Contents of the vial were tested on a cat and discovered to be highly poisonous. Oh, what is wrong with old timey people? Never okay. What is, you wrong. Know, that cat was also covered in cosmetics exactly. and all sorts of experimental uh-huh. Uh-huh. chemicals. And um, John Bell died on December twentieth, and the witch was quiet until after the funeral. When the grave was filled, the witch began singing loudly and joyously. This continued until all friends and family left the grave site. Holy crap! The Bell Witch apparently left the household the next year, saying she would return in seven years. I wonder why seven years. I have no idea. Maybe she knew the who was going to oh, be next. She did come back uh, to another John Bell Jr.'s home <sighs> that seven years later, made a bunch of predictions, but then has not been seen since. Wow. Um, some claim the spirit still haunts the area. Uh, and there is a cave nearby that's been known as the Bell Witch Cave, which many locals say there have been apparitions um around there so wow that is the incredibly cranky such a bitchy bitch bitchy bitch a bitch watch uh i kind of love and respect her and i'm also a little upset that we call her the bell witch that's not even her fucking name i know she was the bell's witch yeah but not the bell witch no wait what state was this in or tennessee tennessee okay that's what i thought yeah um that is a great story. I mean, I had heard of the Bell Witch before, but I did not. I I didn't I, know any of the details. I love it because I've never heard of her. I've never known any part of the story. And usually when we're like Googling our topics, like, you know, we look at like giant lists and mm-hmm. usually one of them will be the one that the other one's doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I've never even seen that name. Mm-hmm. So that was really fascinating. Oh my God, I'm so glad. She's such a crank. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I like it. I like that. Like, I always think that. It was just the Victorian era specifically where that mm-hmm. started the whole like the spiritualism and like being fascinated with the paranormal. But it goes way back. I was definitely back. feeling very like Victorian yes. vibes there. Yeah. You know? But he started. He moved there in 1804. Yeah. So but like the, pre- the witch started in like the. Oh, right. yeah. Like 1815 or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like. I sense a trend coming up. Mm-hmm. People are, I'm going to be a first famous ghost. Yep. Damn it. Write about me, WPA. 
That's so crazy. Yeah, I know. I love that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love that so much. Well, I think that suits our topic perfectly because she was a badass. She was. Like, take no prisoners. Yeah. Is that, is that a phrase? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It's a thousand percent a phrase, and I don't okay. know why I'm allowing you to make me question it. <laughs> it's because the way I said it didn't make any... I don't know if I used it right. Take uh, no prisoners? Because she kind of did take prisoners. Well, but take no prisoners means you kill them. Oh, is that what that means? Uh-huh. I say a lot of things that sound good, and then I'm like, I actually don't know what that That's means. That's just idioms. Yes. That's just, just language. just a walking idiom. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also, I'm just very sleep deprived. So when I am, I like question everything. Yeah. Um, oh, good. Now I get to drink my drink. Now you get to drink your drink because, oh my God, it's delicious. That's the best part about the other person doing their thing. I just sit there and drank. Hey, mine was kind of in the exact same era as yours, Tammy. Yeah. 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 Um, except though, I don't know how to pronounce her first name. Mm-hmm. Do you think that is Theodora? It's Theodora. Theodosia? Is it Theodosia that you did and not Theodora? According to I wonder if she just got called two different things. Maybe. Is this Aaron Burr's daughter? Yes. Theodosia. It's Theodosia? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Was there a Theodora? There's a Theodora, but I, hmm. I think they're in the family, but... Theodora and Theodosia? You know you... Come on, people. Well, she was named after her mother. Theodosia. <laughs> what an old lady name. Theodosia. Theodosia, what to say to you? That's Are we my favorite Hamil- song. Hamilton songs? No, yes. <laughs> that is what I was doing. I've only heard the soundtrack once when it like first came out, and I have not, so I'm not very familiar. That's one of my favorite songs. It's the two of them. It's Alexander and Aaron Burr singing to their new babies. Oh, I remember that song. Mm-hmm. It's very my sweet. My father wasn't around. So he's singing to Theodosia? Mm-hmm. Well, isn't she a famous thing? She's a little famous thing. She's a little famous thing. Do you want to hear more about her? I do. Okay. So she wasn't this like badass whatever. But however, well, I don't know how the play portrays her, but she's just a a rich girl. You're a rich girl. Uh, and <laughs> She then, was educated though, wasn't she? Very educated. That was unusual at yes. the time. I also... I also read the 800-page biography of Alexander Hamilton. No big deal. This does not surprise me. This does not surprise me at all. Well, the first sentence of my my research, which came from History.com and NorthCarolinaGhosts.com, Theodosia Burr Austin was one of America's first great women of learning and accomplishment. Oh. I don't know if that's true, but that's what they said. Sure. So, yeah, she's very, very educated. So, yeah, that's something. That is something. Um, so she was the daughter of scandal-ridden Vice President Aaron Burr, who we all now know, spoiler alert, shot and killed Alexander Hamilton. I mean, we all should have known from that milk commercial that came out like 20 years ago, too. What milk commercial? You don't remember that? No. Um, where there's a guy that's obsessed with Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton, and like a radio show calls him to ask, like, who shot Alexander Hamilton? And that's he's got the right. peanut butter in his mouth. And he can't. And he's out of milk. Oh, just a second. Oh, I'm bored. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, they remade that with the cast of Hamilton. <laughs> they did. Of course they did. Who would have thought when that guy like filmed that commercial, yeah. he was just stoked to like make a union paycheck, uh-huh. you know, and was like, wow, this actually made history. Uh, that's hilarious. I totally remember that commercial. Um, okay. So Theodosia was, uh, his daughter, was widely acknowledged to be intelligent, cultured, and sophisticated. Mm. Her 
disappearance and the mysterious appearance of her portrait in a home on the Outer Banks, which is North Carolina, remain one of the most intriguing unsolved mysteries of the first days of the American Republic. I did not know this. Dun, dun, dun. Whoa. They skipped this in Hamilton. They did. I mean, it was a far-reaching play. I mean, she can have a spinoff, probably. We can give her a spinoff. All right, done. Theodosia. So, in 1801, Theodosia Burr was married to Joseph Austin, a wealthy South Carolina planter and later governor of the state. South Carolina planter. Mm -hmm. I feel like that just means he owned many slaves. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't doing the planting I'm trying so hard not to quote Hamilton all the time you're gonna and I won't realize it's a quote we know so who's really fine. doing the planting oh that's perfect yeah. see I'll just think I'm like damn Tammy really has these like things on the fly but I won't know that nope. it's yeah I'll just Good think point. improvising <laughs> um so the marriage was not a happy one it was a marriage more of economics than affection Aaron Burr is said to have offered his beautiful daughter to the wealthy South Carolinian mm-hmm. to provide some security for his declining family fortune Boo. Uh, so Burr may also have been seeking dynastic allegiances because in 1807, we might know this already, Burr was put on trial for treason for allegedly forming a plot to lead a portion of the southern states in secession and have himself installed as king of the new country. That's I quite mean, ambitious. He's going to be king of uh, the southern states. Yeah. <laughs> it's a plan. It's okay. It was a nice thought. I'm yeah. sure it thrilled him. I mean, he literally went through a revolution. They made up a country. Like, why not be like, actually, we're going to make up a different one. He didn't know any differently. Yeah. He's like, no, this Worked can before. totally be done. But oops, it's actually treason. Um, so Burr was acquitted, but he fled to Europe for four years to avoid further scandal. It would be 1812 before he returned to New York. Okay. So that's an important year. Okay. In South Carolina, meanwhile... Theodosia Burr Austin suffered from long bouts of ill health. She frequently traveled to spas seeking treatment and would often withdraw from the social life in Columbia and Charleston for months on end. The poor thing. She had to go I to mean, spas and withdraw from her social life in that Charleston. That really fucking sucks. Oh, the poor baby. In 1812, Theodosia's young son died. Oh, Gre- that actually sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this part. Yeah, so that sucks. Um, While she was at the spa. No. (laughs) Grief stricken, Theodosia fell into a deep depression, and it was months before she felt well enough to travel to meet her recently returned father in New York. On December 31st, oh, happy new year, uh, 1812, Theodosia Burr Alston boarded the schooner, Mm -hmm. schooner, right? Schooner, it was called Patriot. She uh, got on it in Georgetown. She was never seen again. Yes. Yes. So this is more less ghosty. There is a ghost element to it, but it's more like unsolved mystery. So here's the story of what happened with the Patriot and what may have happened to Theodosia. In early January, the vessel, which was like the next day, I guess, <laughs> the vessel was accosted off Cape Hatteras by ships of Great Britain, oh. which, who were then at war with the United States. But um, the, sh- yes? 1812. Yes. Comma, the war of. Comma, one of our earliest comma episodes. Comma, one of our earliest episodes. Well, we reported on the war of We really have. Obscure war ghosts. Holy Manoli. Was that the one where you did the Canada? How, there I was think like so, a, yeah. Like a farm in Canada. Mm-hmm. And we learned that like the soldiers traveled with rum. That was like yes. the biggest thing that I yeah. learned from that. Uh-huh. 
I was like, no, it must have been whiskey. Yeah. And you were like, no, it was rum. Actually. Uh, we learned such important pieces of American yeah. and Canadian history we're very on this podcast. Smart. So smart. Um, so, yes, the War of 1812. Um, oh, okay. So, um, it was accosted. The ship was accosted by, by Great Britain. Um, but they permitted the ship to proceed on its journey. So, they were like, you check out. You can go. The, the Patriot was never seen again, nor with any certainty, was Theodosia. An angry storm that very night swept the coast of North Carolina. And some say uh, that during the gale, pirates boarded the Patriot oh. and like uh, took the valuables and made everyone walk the plank um, and then sank the ship. Others say that um, a group of wreckers known as the Carolina Bankers. What? They got on the ship and stole everything. Yeah. they. So the Carolina Bankers were men. Um, they operated out of Nags Head and they set up false signal lights to draw <gasps> ships into the treacherous waters of the Outer Banks. Oh, my gosh. And crash them into the banks. And, mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And then they would descend on the wrecked ships and murder the passengers and the crew and then take anything worth plundering. This is so much effort. It's so much effort. Just get a job. Yeah. They, rob a bank. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Bankers. Houses. Yeah. On the Outer Banks. Uh-huh. Bank. Anyway, that wasn't funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave the puns to you. Uh, I already kind of finished my drink. I'm just stealing them from Hamilton. It's Not fine. being so sharp over here. Um, okay, so but with despite all that, the legend persists that Theodosia actually survived. Okay, here's where things get really fucking interesting. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, so that was all in 1812, right? Okay, so in 1869, so we're fast forwarding a bit years. Uh, a man named Doctor William Poole was called in to treat a poor fisherman's elderly wife who was near death. The doctor offered what treatments he could he could to ease the woman's pain, but there was little else he could do for her. The poor little fisherman was grateful. He had little money. Instead, he produced an unusually fine oil portrait of a young woman and asked if the doctor would accept it as payment. Whoa. Shocked at finding such a valuable piece of art in a poor man's house, Dr. Poole asked the fisherman how he had come by it. And the fisherman told the doctor that many years ago, a young woman had drifted ashore in a rowboat near Nags Head. The woman had no memory of who she was or where she was from. She was having a complete nervous breakdown. The only item in her possession was the fine portrait, which she would not allow to be removed from her grasp. The members of this village cared for the young woman and nursed her back to health. Eventually, she settled down in the isolated community and the fisherman took her as his wife as one does you just take advantage of a ill sick abandoned woman but at least she has someone to care for her Florence Nightingale syndrome you know yes that's a thing Mm -hmm. was Florence Nightingale before yes is I think the Civil War so right after yeah Yeah. Um, you can still have the syndrome before we named it this is true yeah um or what's the other one stockholm syndrome mm-hmm. she's like that's when you're kidnapped yeah she's like you kind of like took me yeah but you're cool i guess we could be married mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um okay so he took her as his wife uh-huh. the portrait uh that was the only evidence of her past life whatever that may have been had hung in their small cottage ever since mm-hmm. so the doctor now that he knew that story gladly accepted the painting as payment but upon hearing this, the old woman rose out of the bed saying, It is mine. You shall not have it. I am on my way to visit my father in New York, and I am taking this picture of his darling Theodosia. 
With that, she grabbed the canvas, rushed out the door, what? ran down to the surf, and walked into the ocean. That's what she did. What? Oh, my um, God. That was it? <laughs> she, we never saw her again. The next day, the portrait washed up on the beach. Oh, my God. It is. And this is from history.com. Okay. So that's pretty. It's not speculation. Yeah. You know? In fact, uh, n- oops, I must have copied and pasted. Not very good here. Uh, and it is it is fact, not legend, that the doctor took the picture from Nags Head to his home in Elizabeth City, that a descendant sold it to an art dealer who in turn sold it to a member of the Burr family and that it exists today. <gasps> so it actually did wind wow. up back at like, her family. So that there's so many variations on this story. Yeah. Um, but all of them... Like some of them said that um, she was not his wife, but the wife and fisherman took care of her. Gotcha. And, but the story that the similarity in all the variations is that she screamed about the portrait, ran down to the water, mm-hmm. walked herself right in, and then the portrait washed up. And now, and the the doctor eventually, an heir, gave it to the Burr family. Oh my Isn't god! Isn't that nutsos? So it's like a little ghost stuff. Yeah. I mean, I just thought that story That's was amazing. so fascinating. I've never heard any of that. Isn't that crazy? So I'm like, okay, she's got to haunt like the Outer yeah. Banks because we did a whole episode on the haunted beaches mm-hmm. of the Carolinas, South Carolina Oh my God, I remember that guy walking down the beach? Oh my God. Yeah. And he felt super sick and, and it wasn't all of the bad drinks yeah. he had. Yes. Oh my God, that was that a scary one. Me. And then he just like drunkenly yelled at the ghost mm-hmm. like, I see you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a fun episode. Yeah. Um, they're all fun. Whatever her fate, Theo, as Aww. as North Carolina Ghost.com like to call her, <laughs> Theo's uneasy spirit still appears um, uh, to roam some of the locations where she was most happy and most sad in her life. So her ghost has been spotted in South Carolina's low country. She is seen pacing back and forth in her long cloak near the warehouse in Georgetown Harbor, where she bid a fond farewell to her husband before she boarded the Patriot. Others have seen her walking slowly along the strand near the Austin summer home, which is called the Castle at Dubodie Beach. Mm. Her head bent in sorrow. Others have described seeing her on foggy nights floating above the waves at Huntington Beach, which was once called Theoville in her honor. Her spirit is also seen walking the paths and descending the Rice Island steps near her husband's plantation, which is called the Oaks. Uh, today, this plantation, combined with three other rice plantations, make up what is called Brook Green Garden, a popular tourist attraction that I'm assuming does ghost tours. I I mean, they have to. They got to. Everywhere around there does ghost tours. Yes. Right? You, any tour is just a ghost tour. I know. That's so true. I feel like in Charleston, like every tour is like, it's a historic tour, but mm-hmm. we're going to talk about some ghosts yeah. on it. Um, <gasps> so fun, right? Oh my Isn't that God. really interesting? Now I want to read more about the Burr family yeah it's fascinating yeah. and because I didn't see Hamilton and I didn't pay attention in school I don't know that much of it like I know vaguely about the bigger stuff in history but I'm just mm-hmm. like I don't know the deets and it's just so fascinating it's very very interesting I, I even I read extra I read about the whole duel that he had with Alexander mm-hmm. Hamilton and all that shit and yeah just very interesting stuff so good I I mean yeah you know me I'm a huge nerd Chug that drink, Amy. I mean, I just chugged mine. I got the ice in my mouth, too. Look at you. This is great. Can I share this little thing? Yes. When I was Googling all variations of the phrase feminist ghost, women's rights activist ghosts, (laughs) all sorts of things, um, this thing came up, and it is true. Oh, my God. Great news. What is it? 
Nancy Pelosi saw fucking ghosts. Yes! Yes! Nancy Pelosi was, I think it was, oh, I should have written down when it actually was. Um, she, I think it was when she was first getting sworn in as Speaker of the House the very first time. Oh my God, was there a ghost when she was getting sworn in? That'd oh, be amazing. Are you ready? I am so ready. This what is a, a surprise. This is a quote from her. Okay. He, and in parentheses, Bush, uh, was saying something to the effect of, we're so glad to welcome you here. Congratulations. And I know you'll probably have some different things to say about what's going on, which is correct. But as he was saying this, he was fading. And this other thing was happening to me. My chair was getting crowded in, said Pelosi. I swear this happened. Never happened before. It has never happened since. My chair was getting crowded in, and I couldn't figure out what it was. It was like this, she said. And then I realized Susan B. Anthony, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, Lucretia Mott, Alice Paul, Sojourner Truth, you name it. They were all in that same chair. They were. All of them. More than I named, I could hear them all say, we have a seat at the table. And then they were gone. I just got a chill. So did I. I totally just got a chill. I also fucking love that Nancy Pelosi's like, yeah, a bunch of fucking feminist ghosts showed up. Oh my god! And I don't mind telling you about it. I do love that she has no problem telling people. She's like, no, I'll fucking tell you. That's fucking awesome. I mean, our goddamn foremothers like walked up. Oh my! Because yeah, because you know she's first female speaker, so I I was assuming it was around that time is probably what. Yes, all of the four mothers walked up and they were like, "Hell yeah, mm-hmm. we have earned this mm-hmm. seat at this table." Yeah, fuck yeah, that's. Good. I love how open she was about talking about it because most people would be like, "No." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love to rewatch the like that footage if it's around. Oh my god! Right, and see like what's happening. What her, to her face, face was going. Yeah, and then the bush is just in her mind, just fading uh-huh. out, and she's just like, "Oh hey, girls." Yeah. <laughs> This bore. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Damn. I didn't find anything with feminist ghosts. It just kept coming up as like female ghosts. Mm-hmm. But I was Googling like suffragettes. I was yes. Googling. And then like I lo- I started going like Susan B. Anthony ghost. Elizabeth Cady Stanton ghost. That's you know? smart. And then I just kept finding things that were like the ghosts of our foremothers still haunt this place. But like not really. They meant metaphorically. Right. And I was like get yes. to real ghosts. There was a lot of that. And a lot on Dolly Madison. Did you come up with a lot of that? I considered doing Dolly Madison. I almost and then did her too. since I saw you had done Theodosia, I was like, okay. Yeah. I almost did her. But then once I read the Theodosia, I was like. Oh, hot mm-hmm. dog. This is my jam. Yep. Uh, plus, it was an excuse to drink Firefly Vodka. Yes. Um, well, I have an up ghost and personal from Lale. I'm so excited. Uh, who I just adore so much, and Me I want to meet her so badly. Um, I, it's so fun responding to private messages, like DMs on mm-hmm. Instagram, because no one knows who it is. Yeah, and she or me. DMs <laughs> quite a bit, but now you're very busy, and so I respond, but I'm always like, Oh, by the way, this is Amy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't want to be like tricking people into thinking they're you, even though I probably know what you would say anyway. Um, So, you know, just to go back, she, I have to burp. That's okay. Do you hear Scarlett snoring? I do hear her snoring. I don't think it's picking up on the microphone, but Tammy's cat Scarlett snores like a man who has like had a big, big dinner. Straight up sleep apnea. Just like she needs a little breathing. She needs a little CPAP. We'll see cat. It is really, really fascinating. Yeah. When you showed me the video of her snoring, yeah. I'm like, that can't I be think, that I think can't be true. I was like, look at this video of my cat snoring, and I think you and Ithamar were like, Okay, we'll watch your video of your cat. And then, and then I, was like, I was like, Holy shit. I did not know this was yeah. humanly possible, felinely possible. Oh yeah. my god. It's it's impressive. It wakes me up sometimes. <laughs> 
Well, if you ever snore at night, you can always blame her. Exactly. Um, so Lale works at a um, at a brewery, and right. she's she mentions it by name. I'm pretty sure, um, but I won't just in case she hasn't. Yeah. Um, so she works at a brewery, and she's had a lot of paranormal experiences. So first, it was this woman in gray, like a gray woman in the mm-hmm. woman's bathroom, which was like. That just gave me chills, actually, because yeah, that yeah. was a really scary story. Um, and then there's this, like, douchebag man ghost who keeps snapping her bra. Right, right. Yes. So she's a follow-up on this man ghost. Oh, my God. The bra snapper. Ghost. Yeah. She writes, hey, ladies, I finally caught up on your episodes. So now I'm going to need something else to listen to while I get ready in the morning. It took me so long to catch up because I'm a lazy bitch that takes 10 minutes to get ready. That also means that sometimes I wake up late and can't be bothered to click on your podcast because I think (laughs) unlocking my phone will take too long. (laughs) I can unlock it with my finger and B&B is a shortcut on my home screen. Look, I'm not a morning person. And that's why I was so behind. Thank you, Lily. <laughs> um, so remember that mouth breathing, bra snapping, butt pinching douche nozzle of a ghost at the brewery? Well, oh. yeah, we remember. Well, Friday, I was serving a customer a delicious pint of deliciousness, and I was trying to serve him up a pint of this deliciousness, uh, if you know what I mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean, Lily. <laughs> We stack the cans that are available to purchase in store at the bar. She attached a photo to show. But it's just a stack of like beer cans, you know, like a pyramid. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I was just about to hit prime flirt levels Mm -hmm. when the cans go tumbling down on this poor man's beer. No. Breaking the glass and dumping the beer all over him. I wasn't leaning on the bar and nobody touched them. That son of a bitch ghost oh my God. twat blocked me. Oh my God. I might need to do a cleansing of the bar. He He's always in this one corner. Tammy, when the hell are you coming back to town so you can investigate? Girl, uh, I will definitely be in Texas in May. So worst case scenario, it'll be May. I'm so excited for you to go investigate this brewery. <laughs> oh I want to go God. so badly with you. I want to meet Lala. Right. Um, yeah, this this bar is super fucking haunted. Holy shit. By the lady ghost and this dude. What a little twat blocker. I know. And so I responded, but Lala did not reply to my response. But then we started DMing about oh, other yeah. things, I think. And uh, I was like... Please tell me that because his shirt was just drenched in beer, oh. he had to like unbutton it. Uh-huh. You got to dry him off. Like you got to pat him mm-hmm. down with the napkins. And in that case, the ghost was helping. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right? But I guess it didn't work out that way because there was broken glass everywhere. <laughs> I mean, that's not as sexy as it could be. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. Oh it was not God. a meet cute at all. Um, but yeah, so Lale, thank you for your third up ghost and personal. Oh my God. I'm sorry that you're so haunted, but we also we appreciate it. us very, yep. very much. So, um, yeah. uh, if you guys have a story that you'd like to share with us, you should send us an email at sure should. up ghost and personal at gmail.com. And if you like DMing us the way Lale does uh-huh. and you're wondering who's writing to me, is it Tammy or it's Amy? A mystery. What a fun mystery game. Uh-huh. Uh, you should get in touch with us. Um, follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze. And why not follow us on Twitter at Banshees mm, 
Mm, booze. <laughs> uh, have we lived up to our New Year's resolution? Of- Fuck no. Nope. Haven't even logged in. Haven't even logged haven't in. Haven't even logged sure, in. Sure. I don't even think I've got it loaded on my new phone yet. <laughs> I probably got kicked out of it. And, you know. Yeah, you know. But we're doing we're it. We're getting there. We're getting there. But the Instagram is on fleek as the kids say oh, last year they two did years ago. they did approximately two years ago don't that. even know what it means mm-hmm. but like i said i'm a walking idiom so <laughs> I love it. amy googles what is idiom <laughs> who was who was idiom francis nightingale uh, <laughs> it's not after, you know what Wait, florence <laughs> there you go no oh, no guys stay in school and uh, and rate review and subscribe <laughs> yes we're on stitcher google pod play, play. and mm-hmm. um and itunes anywhere you listen to your podcasts we're there are we on spotify uh i don't, even know I don't think we're on spotify, spotify yet uh, even has like but podcasts. you can you, listen to us using your smart speaker as well cool yeah um, uh, that's exciting. Yeah. I didn't know that. So do those things. Yeah. And Tammy. Oh my God. Yes. If you see a ghost. Um, a pinch slap and poke needles into your favorite daughter. <laughs> and watch as her lung just shrivels just up into the size of a raisin. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost. Uh, grab your favorite portrait of yourself and run into the ocean. Hell Yeah. <laughs> That's spring break. (laughs) I see you, ghost. (laughs) That's a selfie. That's a selfie right there. I love it. (laughs) And thank you, big sister Danielle, for these awesome glasses. Yes. I don't know the store you bought them in, but if you want to send it to me, I'll tag them. Oh, that sounds great. Right? So cute. All right. Bye, Bye, guys. Thank you.